0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I can't count the reasons I should stay. One by one, they
2: all just wait. away.
1: Welcome to Greendale! Hello everybody and welcome back to our podcast about the NBC cult comedy classic community. I'm Michael Smallwood along with... Jillian Clayton Smallwood. And... Sidia Matthews. And today we are talking about Season 6, Episode 4, Queer Studies and Advanced Waxing, Jillian Synopsis. Dean Pelton is
2: asked to lie. Chang auditions for a stage adaptation of The Karate Kid.
1: This episode was written by Matt Lawton, it was directed by Jim Rash and Nat Faxon, and it was released March 31st, 2015. Sadia, initial thoughts.
0: They're making him portray just a mere two-sevenths of who he is, and that, that is a lie.
2: I knew you would love that.
1: I knew. I also knew that that was gonna be a he, big a big point for Sadia. Let's talk about he's it. He's so
2: much more than gay. He's so he much. more He is so that. much more. I like how Jeff is like, "I'm curious," and then he clarifies intellectually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like what the dean says in that in that in that scene in his office. He says like, "It, gay barely scratches the surface," and Jeff's face and his eyes when he screams, what does that mean? (laughs) He just wants an answer as to what this man is.
2: He wants to know what the other five sevenths are.
1: I also want to know what the other five sevenths are. I
0: think it makes complete and total sense. We kind of already know what it is. We've been... uh, the the show the show previously had kind of just been painting him as silly goofy gay, but nothing that he has done in the show like makes me actually think that this man has sex. If I'm being honest with you.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you forgetting? Are you forgetting the 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 Dalmatians?
0: I'm not I'm not forgetting the, Dalmatians. the men in
1: Dalmatian Dalmatian men I want
0: I want I want to clarify and I think I said this back forever ago when I saw that episode. I still don't think he had sex with them. Sadia has maintained we, this. We are really she does. Trying, she maintains to re- this trying to reduce like
1: I can't go with her activities
0: think- to just sex. And I'm telling you, it's not that simple
1: i don't think it's just sex but i do think sex is involved and i don't i think it's i don't think it's just i i think like whatever relationship he has with dean spreck might be just a antagonistic gay relationship with another dean because those those two deans have fucked
0: I gotta say again, I don't think they have. I think I... I I think that the Dean is I think one of the one of the complex layers of the Dean is that no you can't just look at him and just be like, yeah, he totally has gay sex because like to me, the odds that he actually has sex often, like of all of the times that we see him doing weird things, I think that there's a very small percentage that those weird things include sex. I don't think that this man is into what he is into for sex. Sexual pleasure? Yes. Sex? No. And that's one of those, that's one of the sevenths.
1: Uh, uh, Sure. Uh, Wait, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I agree with you. I don't think it's as simple as, I think I agree with you and that I don't think it's as simple as he had sex with this person. I think there's a lot of other things going on to it, but I think it's all, like, it, it's, it. I think big parts of it are sensual, some of it is very mental, but I also think there's sexual aspects to what he's doing. I definitely think there's sexual aspects sexual, to what he's doing.
0: Sexual, I agree. Sex, that is, I'm specifically saying, sex is where I disagree. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying he can't get laid. I'm saying I think that the dean has transcended certain. <laughs> this is such a weird <laughs> point. This
1: is such a weird point. It's important I'm like, I'm to I'm sitting the, here like, wait a minute. What are you saying? The plot. But not. Uh, but not. I guess sex. I do know what you mean by yeah. sexual, but it's not sex. Like, you, I understand that. If you, I think sex <laughs> is absolutely involved, I just think it is. I think he has very specific. I think he has various kinds of very specific sex, depending on which seventh we're in. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying that if someone if someone were to tell me, if the Dean were to say, if I had to narrow down something and he said ace, I would a hundred percent buy it. I would be like, that makes all of the sense in the world.
1: I don't think, oh, I, I, that, that, I, 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 I disagree. Oh, no, I
2: don't know, man, I there's the involved there. I can't,
0: there. I can't make it, I am trying to figure out if, like, if there's, like, a combination of words that I can use. Um, that, I think that's like, the issue of the episode
1: this. is that there isn't a combination of words. There's I, no word for what he is.
0: There's, there is a combination of them. It's just, I think that. What you, and also what Jeff, as a, what we see Jeff trying to, to wrap his head around in this show, is the idea that gay is not all-encompassing enough for, for the Dean. And because the idea of gay, some, for, for, for most people, the I- idea of gay, the idea of sexuality, includes sex, and it absolutely does not have to.
1: I, yeah, I agree with that. I definitely think your sexuality does not have to include,
0: and so I think that like
1: sex. yeah.
2: So I think the D is I think, that
1: kind of unicorn. I think Craig Pelton's does is my issue with you.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. Like I do, I do get that. Like plenty of people, the the like, sex is not it is, the the not having of sex or not being interested in sex or or that not being a driving factor for them I think it's is, not a driving factor for him and that's where I, I will be with Michael and I will disagree on that
1: We part. disagree with you Sadia. I sex think is absolutely a driving I factor I
2: think he is absolutely
0: getting pleasure out of these situations Yeah I just I just have a hunch that he is not Walking away with two men dressed as Dalmatians and doing what you think he's doing I don't think
2: he's going home and having sex with two men. I think he's Dalmatians. getting off
0: I think he's doing much more than that.
2: I think he's getting off at the end of oh. it I think he is getting off like I, th- I think that night concludes with him this and episode Dalmatian starts men.
0: with a headphones warning, by yeah, the way. Headphones warning. I mean, how was dubs. it not gonna? We're talking about the Dean's sexuality. Like, we could have started with and, a different point, I guess. But, and and yeah, I've been, I have been yeah, waiting thought, for this episode. I've been waiting yeah. f- for us to get to a point where the Dean gives us a, a little more of like a snippet into like what... He, because the things, the things that he is into... Are already indicative that that sex is not a driving force for him.
1: He, I don't f- think it's the only driving force, but I think it's wild to watch this show and say that that man is not driven by sexual sex? desire. I don't think I that's. F- I don't think that not sexual
0: desire. Sex. We 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 can't. They're not synonymous here. I
2: I part think if under, at the part end of, of this... unraveling
0: this is starting. I think right there with. I'm not saying he doesn't want to have sex. I'm saying. He, I'm saying, it doesn't matter if he goes home with the two Dalmatians and they have sexual intercourse. They are, however, all going to walk away satisfied and maybe a little enlightened. I just don't think that in all of those moments where we go, where, where we're thinking, ah, yes, the dean's about to get some weird booty. I don't think he's actually going home and literally having sex. He's getting sexual pleasure. But the things that this man is into are indicative that sex is not the driving force. Sex is not the driving force.
1: I, I, okay, I understand. I understand. I understand, I think, what you're, I understand what you're saying. No, no, I understand what you're saying about the driving force of behind it. Sure, yes. I disagree with you that sex isn't a part of what happens. With the Dean and these weird proclivities. Like, I, I get it, but I don't, I don't think I'm going with you on the idea that the Dean is not having sex with these... Now, sex may not be the only driving factor. I absolutely don't think it would be. Because I have seen the Dean be in this weird shit that sex does not cover. But I've also I've also seen Craig Pelton over six seasons. That motherfucker... That, that dude fucks.
0: I've seen this man over six seasons too, and I'm not saying he doesn't fuck. I'm saying that. Then what are we talking about? I'm saying <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know how to make us get away from We've... this conversation because in my I don't like. What look? Like, what are you talking about when you say this man fucks? Like, are we talking like a regular basis? Like he gets
1: laid? I don't know or are how talking, often or... he listen. <laughs> I don't think his sex life is simple enough that he does it every day, Sadia. Like, that's not Not at all what we're Not an everyday
0: thing. I'm not thinking in terms of, like, does this man have casual sex? Which, if I'm being honest with you, I think the answer is no. I would agree with that.
1: I would agree with that. I will agree agree with that. that I don't think he has casual
2: sex. Absolutely. I don't think he goes to a bar and meets up with somebody and then just goes
1: home with them. No. Like, yeah, I don't think he has casual not. sex as indicative by the fact that he is clearly not into Domingo. He's not Domingo's very,
2: very attractive, too. He
0: like, is. Just, oh, he my is. God. Wait, no, that's OK. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about the arm candy on his arm that he does not give two shits about.
1: Doesn't give I think, a fuck about that. Right.
0: Day. I think part of it is, Domingo would just be there for sex, but that's not what the dean is looking for. Domingo well, being a literal sex symbol next to him. The dean is not into this.
2: I think at that point, and here's what I will say about Domingo is that Dean is so, Craig is so caught up in like the fact that he feels like he's lying about who he is that I think that gets very, um, then pushed onto how he feels about Domingo. I, think I agree in a different scenario. If he met Domingo in a different situation, he would not be so aggressively against him. It is that I, Domingo agree. I, have to is a, I think it is that Domingo is a symbol of his lie that he feels like he has been not forced to do, but convinced to do and that he yeah. is now living whenever he has yeah. spent a lot of time over the last few years discovering and trying to live his truth as best that he can and he feels like he's reduced himself
1: and so i don't think it
2: has to do with like domingo as much as what domingo is Represents.
1: represents i laughed so hard when they cut to the press conference and domingo's just standing there i laughed so hard i was like oh my god they gave him a beard look at this yeah they yeah. gave him a trophy husband, my god. I, I like, truly
0: disagree with this. I, I agree that Domingo is there for us, like, metaphorically to understand that, like, the Dean is just rejecting all of that. But Domingo is also just boring as fuck. I, don't oh, think oh, I agree with that. Dean, I agree with you there too. I, I think do, you're both right. I agree that I don't also. Think the dean's I going think for a Domingo in a regular
1: like, scenario. I don't think he'd be a Domingo because I don't think Domingo is for, all the things. Yeah, he's
0: not looking for a a a man who will look at him and say, Ah, yes, let's have sex. That's not what the dean is looking for. He is not looking for someone to just have sex with.
2: Well, okay, hold and not on. in like Here's... a
0: casual sense. I just mean in general, like he is not looking for. When he does have sex, he's probably not looking for a guy to look at him and just go, let's have sex. This man is is into different things. I think
2: at this point, sure. But I will say that his obsession with Jeff 100% started because he saw that man and thought he was hot. That's it. Nothing about Jeff's personality. Yeah. He saw him and thought he was hot.
0: I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah. There There are a couple of things I'm going to bring up about, about his attraction to Jeff Winger that make a lot of sense in the last couple of episodes. The first being the fact that Jeff Winger goes to this college already makes him less boring than Domingo. We're already past that. <laughs> yes, he's, sure. he's in the school. Okay. He goes okay. to Greendale. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Keep talking the I'm second, listening. Here we go. The second, the 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 Dean obviously has a degradation kink. Did we say headphones oh, warning? 100%. Okay, we we definitely. Jeff Winger headphones is clearly he almost
1: came with those olives.
0: Exactly. Last Jeff episode. Winger is clearly the kind of man that's going to look at the at the Dean and then read him for filth and then send him on his merry way. And the Dean will be merry on his way. <laughs> The that whole olive scene, that whole that in, that entire scene, that weird dynamic. The dean just wanting a specific kind of interaction and not caring about where it leads. The dean is not seeking sex for sex. If if I... sex comes, I think he takes it. But I think when he looks for sexual connections, that he is not looking for sex.
2: Now, I will, I, will, I will agree that, especially now that we are in this point in the show, yes. I do not think he, I, I just don't think that's how the attraction with Jeff started.
1: Like, no, I just don't all. think
2: that's how the attraction with Jeff started.
1: Not at all. I think it's where it is now. Yeah, and I, I think that's where that it is like- now.
2: And I think that he has, we've seen him discover more and more of his sexuality as the show yeah. has gone on absolutely, um and, and but and and that, so yeah, but, but, I think that he would i't I don't, i do not think he even gave Domingo a single chance, no matter what,
0: no, not at I, all. Don't think, it, I don't I don't think it, he ever would.
2: I think he Maybe might. Not. I don't think, look, I don't think Domingo would actually give the Dean a chance in like a. Also, no. A I, also, real hard no. I, Domingo's I not.
0: I have not been studying Domingo for six seasons. Uh, what I have been fair. studying fair. is this gender fluid <laughs> imp that week that I lovingly call Dean. Who, uh, wait, did I just say that? I was thinking that, but I didn't mean to say it out loud. But now that I've said it out loud, I. Me analyzing this today, the Dean is fluid on so many levels that I am just keenly aware that what he is into is not sex. He is into other things. He is into power dynamics and different kind of plays and scenes. He is not just—he's not looking for sex when he gets laid. He is not looking for sex. Let's, ooh, listen, should we, uh, should we at the end of this season, should we just have like a full psycho-sexual analysis of the Dean? Because y'all are not <laughs> hearing me when I say, I I have just about got this man pegged to the point that I could probably take, um, take a, a BDSM quiz for him at this point. <laughs> oh my god. The fact that he is the fucking Dean of Greendale is proof of his degradation king. <laughs> I don't understand what we're missing here. i I don't understand. We're not how missing, we're missing anything, so.
1: We have three
0: times told you we agree with you. you you're agreeing, you're agreeing with certain segments, and what you're doing is the two sevenths thing. What you're doing? No, we're not. You're you're, you're agreeing I, that he is a, a gay man who has sex, but I'm telling you that the full the f- understanding all seven out of seven bars is to understand that this man is not seeking sex,
1: and that is the I part where we're. I have agreed with you six times about this. <laughs> Gain, I'm ding, saying you sex just... is also a part ding, of the seven, ding, and ding, you keep ding. telling me no. You're, you're, you're only accepting six sevenths of what he's into. I don't
0: think I, just, mm, I, 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 no, no. Okay. Yes and no. Because again, I, like, like I said, if the Dean, if someone were to tell me, yeah, I kind of um, pictured the Dean as all of these different overlapping Venn diagrams and also Ace, I would absolutely buy it. It would make so much sense. It would make so much sense if if they
2: were like here. Okay,
1: fine. All right, whatever. Can we move on to something else? Because I just at this point don't understand what you're trying to say. Like we're we're trying to agree with you, and you you keep let's
2: go with the uh, various magazines that all of a sudden. I love those
1: magazines.
2: This man is on the covers of. There are so. many There are nine magazines
1: magazines in this town.
2: Gay administrator. (laughs) Uh, Like like here's the thing, this man. Being on this, these magazines seem to be like national publications or something like. Well, he he was
1: interviewed once for Dean Magazine, but it then ended.
2: Yeah, but there was like gay admin. I can't gay administrators. The one I wrote down, but there were a whole bunch of others. (laughs) There
1: were several of them. There was Latino. One of them was
2: something Latino Colorado. Yeah, Yeah, Latino, Latino Latino Colorado.
1: They were on the cover of. Yep.
2: Yep i it was it was so
1: funny um okay wait hang on i have a question from the beginning of the episode is his is his tie too short or not too short i didn't have a problem with his tie i don't know how it wasn't one of fall. those like super
2: super short ones like i get there are like short ties that look weird but if i, I have
1: get, a complaint cause... about his tie is that it's actually too wide
2: I liked I like the wide tie. I liked the wide. I don't, like a, of
1: I don't it. like a wide tie. You like a wide tie? I don't, I, like a I wide don't
2: tie. always like a wide tie, but I liked that wide tie on him in that moment. I liked it. I I, I thought the tie looked good. Okay. I thought the tie looked good. Um, okay. The, I don't know about ties. The cover, the gay, de- the Jolene parody
1: gets <laughs> stuck in my head. I just all wrote the time. that's. I wrote, it's just so special.
2: Gating, gating, <laughs> gating, gating.
1: I want, I want, I want the full song. You want the full song? It's going to be the new ringtone. I do want the full song. Gating. Yeah.
2: The, they're like, and just like the idea. It's like, we're going to create the cover. What song should we make it a parody to? How many different songs did they hum out before? They were like, Jolene. That's what we're going with. We're going with Jolene. I like what? that
0: Carl and What's-His-Face are the ones
1: to introduce the song. Yes. Oh, my God. I
0: Richie, wrote, when Richie, they
1: showed Richie. up, I wrote, these motherfuckers are still on the board?
2: It's, I mean, weird. It's I th- Also, the board seems to comprise of more than just Greendale people in this
1: one. I don't know. N- wait. Did we see other board members? There's an entire press conference full of reporters from, I'm assuming, all over the country. They, but I didn't see, any- like,
2: they made it sound like, cause right, they, they canceled the pride parade for a board parade.
1: Yeah, uh, it, I kind of got the impression that that was for Carl <laughs> specifically to be. Yeah, in Yeah, but a like, parade. how
2: could they cancel? Like, he's the- so
1: upset. <laughs> He's so upset. He they, yells, they get those guys t- get to dress fancy all year. We get one day.
0: We get one day. Who's dressing fancy all
1: year? <laughs> the gays.
0: When he said that I was so confused. Like, he what? meant
1: the gays. The gays dress all fancy year? all year. All year. Sadia, you're dressed fancy right now. Uh. <laughs> You definitely look fancier than us, at least. You do. Absolutely. 100%. Your hair's did. Look at you. This is
0: a t-shirt.
1: It's, could, I'm wearing he pajama could, pants.
0: He could do that. He could dress exactly like this, actually. He's clearly not doing any real work. I don't understand what the
1: suit's for. <laughs> Those the guys to dress fancy all year. I do love. I did love. I, I love every time the dean refers to his sexuality, though. In the... In the yeah, Vegas, broadest way possible. Like, I, am uh, not openly anything, and gay doesn't even begin to cover it.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. Like he's trying to, he's trying to get out there, at least a little bit, um, at least a little bit. What's going on? Uh, and the, he has that moment with Elroy that cracked me up.
1: Okay, Whenever- I, I okay. I, when Elroy's like, it's two white security guards against one unarmed black man in glasses. I wrote well played, Elroy. But then Craig's like, it's one bl- unarmed black man against one gay deed. I wrote okay. Well played, Craig. Now here's the question, y'all. Who wins? Elroy. Okay.
2: Like, Elroy
1: so you think El- and that's if if, if if it's if it's gay deed no I don't mean who would win the fight I mean well, they're if not it's gonna gay deed yeah I mean if it's okay. gay Dean versus elderly black man in glasses who who gets the sympathy points
2: oh i I think I think it depends on how a war a war of words wow <laughs> a war of world I can't say it a word I, battle.
1: You, like, like comes out, Jillian. If you're walking down the street and you look, and there's a gay dean. I don't know how you're supposed to know he's a dean just from looking at him. There's a gay dean and an elderly black man in glasses, and they're having a fight. Whose side are you on?
2: The side of me trying to grab some popcorn and be nosy and overhear what they're fighting about. That's a what. Side messy I'm bitch
1: on. who loves drama, Sadia. Whose side are you on?
0: Um. The Elroy automatically wins because Abed's holding the camera
1: Abed is holding He's the camera. He's not going
0: to make it look like like Elroy's doing anything wrong He's just simply going to frame it
1: to, so that Elroy wins Yeah, Abed I'm is they're holding, holding the camera side. Yeah, fair enough fair enough. I was like I could I, I had a moment. I was like, ooh, wait I was like actually no Elroy. I don't know. Don't stand down man Don't stand down because <laughs> that is a gay deed. You're 100% right but that is still a white guy. bet still got the camera out. Abed, Elroy, don't stand down. Don't stand down, buddy. You, you've got a you've got a sixty forty shot of winning this one.
2: Elroy had a lot of zingers in this episode. I think like he's he so was funny. He was so funny. He is funny really this funny.
1: <laughs> we'll get to my favorite line of his in a bit when we when we move uh, stories. But okay, hang on. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this, y'all. In the office, the dean and Jeff have an entire conversation about Frankie's sexuality.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are you asking what 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 we think it is,
1: Sadia? I mean, Sadia, have you have you put together a dossier on Frankie yet?
0: She's been here for six hours. I have no idea who this person is. I have uh, uh, literally no idea who this person is.
2: I Ugh. do not think Frankie takes the time at this point in her life to fuck with that. A- a- of any kind.
1: Interesting. Like, yeah, I, could, I think I could see that, yeah. Yeah. Sure.
2: Like, no matter what she, like, no matter what, who she may be attracted to,
1: I don't know. I could go either way. I could either see, I could see, yes, she's never even thought she has spent no time thinking about it. Cause it's not on the agenda, but she also seems like somebody who's figured everything out and just has decided what people are allowed to know. So I could also see Frankie having like legit sat down, worked it out for herself. And it's like, great. Settled on that. That's, that's, that's here. And now I'm just moving forward. Cause I know the answers to everything about myself. Gonna I, sleep again, in,
2: I, I'm going to sleep in my space helmet. Knowing this, answer. yeah,
1: extreme preparedness. I feel like maybe she knows, but you'd never get it out of her. Maybe, maybe Space helmet.
2: I Space ap- helmet. appreciated the IT lady reference that started this episode because they were like, where's yes. the IT lady? I guess we need a new one. And I appreciated that because obviously Paget Brewster played the IT lady in the episode last season. And so they were like, let's make an inside joke about the fact that we don't have an IT lady anymore because we cast Paget Brewster to pay somebody else. Like, it's I appreciated that. I appreciated that a lot.
1: And then she talks about the the things that keep happening when she tries to call her, which are like uh, references to like the trope of what happens if you run into yourself. Yeah. in a in the in the in the, like in time travel like uh it's like a butterfly effect thing of like hey don't talk to yourself or this will happen
2: yeah oh i completely missed that it's a nice little like wink wink nod nod if you remember that she played this character last season for
1: an episode like yeah she says about trying to t- find the a- IT lady all of the emails to her bounce back in aramaic And when she calls her, all she gets is a high-pitched sound that makes her nose bleed.
0: Oh, I did catch that. I just
1: had no idea
0: what the hell it meant. It's because she's trying to call herself.
2: (laughs) And also, like, the movie The Butterfly Effect, whenever, like, Ashton Kutcher is, like, doing the thing that he does in that movie, he gets a nosebleed. Like, that's yeah. part of, like, he gets nosebleeds throughout the movie. Uh...
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. For an obscure butterfly effect reference, like, right there. Um, Yeah, no, I, I, the IT thing was, was kind of, it was funny, and then it just, like, set us on Abed having his episode with the new, <laughs> the newest cast member. Yep obligatory Abed storyline with the new cast member, but it was great. They were great together. Like, it was fun.
1: This is also a callback to something that is set up in season one, because in season one, uh, in Contemporary American Poultry, Abed has a list of things that he likes, and number one on that list is birds. Oh.
2: It's a little awkward for that to be the episode that he had birds as the number one thing that he liked since he spent most of that episode frying them but
1: i mean you can't prove that chickens are birds um, <laughs> um, um, like what you can't prove it um oh
2: sorry before uh, we're, i also i did appreciate. I have written down one of Dean's descriptions of himself. Like, you know how you pull a rabbit out of a hat? I am a never-ending handkerchief. The
0: never-ending handkerchief was especially funny
1: to me.
2: I really liked that. I really liked that. Um, But I... I okay, wait. I,
1: I have another thing about the Dean. Okay. And this is, this is going to be controversial. And Sadia, feel free. I, I want to hear your opinion on this. He's not a politician, right? He became one, right? Okay. So the I love that the episode is trying to make this politician's joke and at the end and it it, it it's 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 fine. But he's a school administrator who is then placed on a school board. So none of that is political office.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Like none of
0: it is. They were yeah. they kept using the word um politics and political during the episode when they, they were do. trying to get him to be comfortable with the idea of not telling the whole truth. And he did have to keep getting up in front of
1: press and lying. So Yes. He kind of just I just, felt- it- he then gave that speech about being a politician and i was like okay this is not right you well, are not a politician
2: the episode stretched like it, it worked itself out and did like some lunges the whole episode to make sure that they could get there at the end and like have that it's not too
0: far stretched to me because the whole that this this starts with controversy over school politics over the fact that they are canceling okay, all right. a Pride Parade in okay. favor of something significantly less fun. And then asking okay. him to out himself before yeah. his community so that they can gain favor. The whole thing did kind of seem like small grade, yeah, but I think so. I feel, I don't know.
1: Okay. No, no, no. Honestly, I'm going with you. All right. I got I, 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 I dig that. That's a great yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, all right, cool. Cause when he said it, I was like, he's this is not politics. I I was like, if the episode had been about you running for office, yeah, but like you're on the school board. Like it's just you and those two dudes. Like this isn't politics.
0: I don't know how school boards work though. I don't know who's actually up there and how one
2: it really depends on there. what we're talking about it um,
1: depends on the school i think yeah because i don't think they're, they're not elected obviously like people can just be appointed school boards
2: for like for like schools yes like for like colleges and stuff obviously we elect like public school boards and things like that but...
1: oh yeah oh yeah i guess that's true yeah yeah like side note, school. Side boards.
2: note. Check your local school board elections this uh this upcoming uh season.
1: Absolutely. Uh they're Absolutely. gonna be very
2: important. There's gonna be a lot of crazy people on there, so try and figure out who is not crazy and vote for them. Okay, that was election corner. Now moving on. Um <laughs> uh,
1: Jillian, yeah. did you get this reference at the end of the episode? Um Abed says that he lost a button. And oh. apparently, I saw this in my notes, it's a reference to something that happens on Friends. Because apparently Paget Brewster was on Friends.
2: Oh, she had a animal named Buttons. Right. And
1: she was she was apparently an actress on stage, and her co star loses a button that flies into the audience
2: yes okay that's right no sorry she was she didn't she didn't have any animal name buttons yes she is in a terrible play with joey uh for an episode or two there's like a little she's she has a little arc she does have a little arc on friends um is she the one that ends up dating chandler either way it's yes she is on there i did not pick up that reference as a community reference, um, or as a friends reference. Um, but now that you say it, I do remember that Paget Brewster was in fact on friends because whenever I've rewatched friends, I'm like, Oh, Paget Brewster's here. I know. Ah, okay.
1: Yeah. I saw that in my notes and I was like, I don't know what this means, but surely uh, Jillian will know.
2: Yes. I, I know what it's talking about. I did not pick up that as a reference, but yes, absolutely. Um, I didn't pick it up as reference because it's a button like it's <laughs> that's a very deep cut um for a show that has two like 200 episodes so um so yeah i i elroy though i just look my main thing with elroy and troy for what are uh, tro- abed is i appreciated that he was like fine abed we will, we will stick out as opposed to last year, right? With Hickey, where Hickey would not have suffered, he would have just restored. He would have taken that bird's nest out right away. We are not sitting there and going without Wi-Fi, but Elroy's a bit more, a bit more understanding of Abed, um, and roll with it a bit more, which I thought was a nice juxtaposition to Well he's also a much softer
1: guy than Hickey.
2: He is. And just doesn't care as much about kind of anything.
1: He doesn't care about anything. He cares about Donkey Kong.
2: He does. That
0: whole
1: thing is so goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Um just apparently saying that's
0: goofy. It was funny to me.
2: What What was it? Construction snakes is what he called it. Throwing eggs. (laughs) And, okay. And then we need to talk about the, the one of my favorite guest stars.
1: I mean, listen, listen, Jillian will tell you when this episode started and I realized what episode it was, I literally gasped out loud because this storyline with Chang and the play is the is the episode i remember most distinctly from season 6 i've been quoting this episode ever since i saw it because of this storyline <laughs> i love everything about chang's play
2: just jason manzukis bless his insane heart i Ugh.
1: in he plays he plays director matt lundergard in a completely unhinged performance but also completely
2: expected absolutely yes. expected from jason manzoukas like a completely unsurprising performance from jason manzoukas Ugh. i i he also like like Whenever he's like, he screams terrible things at Chang. For one, he's like playing the worst of the worst directors, like terrible, terrible. Absolutely, he is. But like, he's like, he's like, says the thing about this being terrible, and he's directed both Wahlbergs. <laughs> like, oh, shots fired! Uh, shots fired! Uh, uh,
1: I can say definitively that I have been cast in a role entirely because of my race before
2: (laughs) I mean yeah you have absolutely yeah
1: like like yeah absolutely I have Yeah, Poor, poor Chang
2: but like here's the thing it turns out not to be like it turned out not to be because of his race and because he saw sadness in him
0: that was the funniest part of it all to me
2: like it was like i didn't cast you as this because like chang earlier had been like yeah i got the part because of my eye shape but like it it, it t- didn't turn out to be that at all like it was because he saw a sad broken man that he felt like he could break more to bring out
1: Uh, you make like... me
2: embarrassed to have thumbs. <laughs> I want to say that to somebody as an insult, but I don't ever get that kind of mad at somebody. But I want to say to somebody, you make me embarrassed to have thumbs. The I see
0: air I, quotes around you was yes, my That's
1: favorite. my favorite yeah. one. I see air quotes around you. The ghost of your father just turned his back on you. The I'm not hitting you speech is so good. Like, we we only hit things that affect us. I don't hit water or old mayonnaise.
2: (laughs) Unhinged. And then whenever he finally just Annie has been letting this get to her head. She even has the like, I can feel it pleasing the universe. And then... It just all flips around. All flips around.
1: I mean, look, when a director tells you don't change a thing, that director has stopped watching you. Like they've stopped paying attention to what you're doing. Sometimes, that you know, some directors, I'm sure, that can be a good thing. They've stopped paying attention to you. They're paying attention to other things. But like, if if I if I stop paying attention to you, it just means that like, uh, you're you. you Like oh I should still be like I should still be giving you notes because you should still be improving and trying things, not Annie. He's not even watching her.
2: No, and then she gets replaced with Annie Kim. I love it. That was a fun little face to see up there. Yeah, like this is a little throwback, a little a little extra, a little extra stab of the needle. Um and during that play the audience reactions the audience reactions they're so on the edge of their seat for karate kid the play which
0: if 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 the if a play adaptation exists where it focuses on miyagi's past and like using this child to cope move past whatever that's an amazing That would be an amazing and moving play, and Chang was killing it. He clearly had been traumatized just enough <laughs> to really sell that
2: performance. From what? <laughs> what life experiences could have left Chang like? The I, me-
0: he does seem to have had a, an already traumatic life. Yeah, and he has I- He's at least been through enough trauma to do what he has done oh. in the last four years.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm just being sarcastic. Yeah. Like, I don't. Does this I... man be
0: rating him in front of Annie? That did it. It
2: worked. That did it.
1: Y'all. I want you to act better. Your motivation is don't make me, don't make me puke. Stop making me want to quit the theater. <laughs>
2: it's, I mean, so intense. I... Ugh. You guys, I don't think that I've ever actually sat down and watched Karate Kid. Same. I know plenty about Karate Kid Mm -hmm. because of cultural osmosis that I can, like, walk my way through Karate Kid references. Because, like, sure, they're everywhere and have been since I was little. Yeah. Like I, I so it's not a thing that I like it's not a thing where I'm like, oh, okay, I don't get that reference. Somebody's like, Karate Kid, you've never seen Karate Kid? But I don't think I've ever seen Karate Kid.
1: I'm I'm not surprised. It, it, you've well, I I know I know the answer for Jillian, but Sidia, have you not seen the remake? Also no. With uh Jaden Smith? Um I, yeah, fine I yeah, look I got nothing. I'm not even like, gonna be like, oh you gotta see it I I haven't seen it since I was a kid.
2: I I've always, seen I saw the remake. I always forget until this episode like until it comes up in this episode of community that the dude was nominated for an Oscar. He was yeah for playing Mr. Miyagi.
1: The guy who played Miyagi was nominated for an Oscar. He did like, not win, but he was nominated for an Oscar.
2: Yeah, that's the thing that cultural osmosis has not continued to let people know that like there's an Oscar nominated performance in The Karate Kid.
1: Yeah. Um, supporting actor, but yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. Like
1: Yeah, it's I mean, it's a, it's big. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a it is a cinematically revered performance in a movie that like seems like just an 80s like action th- like kid action throwaway movie.
2: I also appreciate how as he's going in on Annie that is part of what he like throws at her. He's like "Do you think anybody gave Ralph Macchio an Academy Award nomination? Like
1: <laughs> Ralph Macchio showed up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. I've heard like people seem to like the whole Netflix show that's based on it and everything but I've never watched any of it. I've never watched so that way. show didn't
1: premiere on Netflix originally. That show premiered on YouTube Red originally.
2: Oh, Cobra Kai? Yeah. I don't know, man.
1: Pretty sure. Yeah. I don't think it debuted on uh It's Netflix. subsequent it seasons
2: have been produced by Netflix.
1: Yes, they have been because it's been, I think it's already been it, it, it Netflix, like, I think bought it after a while. Yeah. Um, But yeah, people seem to really enjoy it. It's Watching this play version of Karate Kid just makes me think of the play version of Point Break. Except you think that.
2: But hold on. Here's the problem, though. You can't just pull somebody up to be the Karate Kid in the thing because they have to know karate.
1: Well, they have to—they have to know the choreography, yes. So you can't yeah. just do that. You but can't... he does basically tell Annie, anyone can play your part. He does.
2: <laughs> we just hired you so we didn't have to buy a new costume.
1: Yeah. Uh. uh I right. my favorite line from this episode, and the one that I keep thinking of ever since I saw this episode, is "Actors are worthless, empty-headed homunculi." but the right one in the right role can change the world. <laughs> it's very true. You're just
2: empty you're just an empty headed humunculi. Homunculi?
1: I don't know what day it is now. Yeah, fair. Like until someone's telling me what to do. And I've got a script. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh oh. this is also the play is also how we get L I Maybe Elroy's best line of the entire episode? I'm a big fan of the performing arts, but I'll go to Chang's play anyway.
2: <laughs> Look, I have felt that before.
1: Ugh. Tell me about it. Uh, Alright, um, Sadia, any final thoughts uh-oh. about this episode?
2: I have
0: a ton, actually. <laughs> um, The entirety of we need oxygen. Let's not get carried away. Um, or sorry, we need Wi-Fi. Let's not get carried away. We need oxygen. Oxygen. We have oxygen. We need Wi-Fi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: That was El one Roy's of... Got- Elroy, yeah. I, I'm probably just about to go down a list and just... It's mostly
2: of Elroy quotes. Uh, cor- cor- El he was
0: shit. on it this episode. Yep.
2: He was on it this episode.
1: Crushing.
0: The man was crushing. When he volunteers to be the I, the new IT lady... Um, and he's like, uh, where, where are we now? Uh, what, what is it? Mega? <laughs> and, uh, Abed says, uh, Terra. And he goes, Terra. They finally did it, those bastards.
2: Those <laughs> bastards. He takes off the glasses. It's like a CSI moment.
0: He remembers when Terra was just a wild dream. Terra bites me wild <laughs> fantasies. Um... Carl and, uh, Richie having a moment where they come to realize that they don't consider women a necessary part of sex. I I noticed that, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And oh, then I'm immediately,
0: immediately after that, um, there's, like, a scene where, um, Richie grabs him by the shoulder and pulls him in. He's like, my man, Carl. <laughs>
1: very weird. Um, we're discovering things about everybody this episode. Yes.
0: Yeah. I like how kids kept walking up to the dean and just being like, "Thanks. Thanks for coming out and making me feel like Greendale's a place I can come out to." Nice little Yeah, that was a really moment. sweet kind
2: of like part of that storyline. Mhm. Um the a couple of things from the
0: magazines. Um I was I kept pausing to look at just like the smaller headlines. Um, one of them was sex a uh, What's okay when? Very good. <laughs> Appropriate.
1: That's very, very, ne- that's a very necessary article. <laughs>
0: I guess. Um, another one was Greendale's police department investigates theft.
2: I mean, for <laughs> one, police department, like, I thought we just, I thought we called, I thought we called, like, is I thought we call I guess Greendale's the town right Yeah, so never mind Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: They live in the greater Greendale area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it
0: was cool seeing Britta at Britta's bar.
2: Yes, it is. It was nice seeing her at work.
0: It looked kind of middayish in there, but it was nice seeing her be good at being a
2: bartender. Like she seemed like the kind of person. It was also weird to, to see
1: Craig to. at the bar.
2: He yeah. That... I think he was like, just there cuz cuz Britta was there. I think he specifically like, wanted to
0: talk to Britta.
2: Yeah. It was just like somebody an unjudgmental person to talk to.
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um I can't believe two birds died in this episode.
2: They did. That, okay. He buried them,
1: two of them. That is a huge tone shift in the middle of that montage, it too. It is.
2: Like if you get particularly attached to the idea of baby birds, it gets really depressing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he we would have I thought we birds. would have
0: bird friends in like the next few episodes, but we don't. He I had guess.
2: the one. It went to fly, which I feel like there was a fly, lot of. Went fly, but then it
0: went to go nest in another like a spot. It yes. was not in the
1: generator. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: I feel like there's a lot though. Like in that scene with Abed at the end with the birds and stuff that like as we approach the end of the series is probably going to be a good scene to look back on as we're like reflecting on Abed's entire path in the show because if there's, there was just a lot in there that it felt like there was like a lot of like Abed personal subtext happening uh-huh. Um, that I don't uh-huh. want to like I don't know that I can make the call on all of the subtext that's there right now, but I feel like once we watch the finale and I go back and look at that, there's going to be like, I'm going to be able to fill out a whole lot of that.
0: I agree. The Yeah, give it a few weeks. The way he was just adamant that you cannot move the baby uh, unless the uh, the mother will not come back for it. Um, yeah. I was like, no, you can't touch that bird anymore. It, that bird's Abed now. And act, like wait, the, little, he the little wings
2: and we need to be able to let them go and fly, right? We need to be able to,
0: yeah. He compared the final bird um, when he wasn't sure if it was going to make it or not. He compared the final bird to like a metaphor of his innocence. Yeah. In a throwaway line. He, he just he, said that. He
1: also directly references his mom taking his half-brother to Arizona.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Right? He says something about like Uh, something about, like, taking his mom, his mom taking his half-brother to Arizona. And I was like, whoa! He has not talked about his mom on this show in a long time.
2: I mean, he hasn't talked about his dad in a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, Abed has stopped referencing family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I... I have to say... Uh, I also have to point out when uh, Elroy is yelling at the Dean about killing the birds, and he's naming the qualities that birds have, and Britta goes, you skipped wings, and he yells at her, insects have wings! Yes. And, and Gillian's, I'm sorry, like the way she... <laughs> I, could, I had
2: that written down, and then I couldn't remember who said it, and I was sure it was Elroy, but I wasn't sure who the back and forth was between.
1: Yeah. It was between yeah. him and it's between it's he's yelling at the deed and then Britta interrupts him.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um I also want to point out that at 31 minutes long, this is the longest episode of Community.
0: Huh. Hmm.
1: So far well, or you think, in general. In general, and this this season, the episodes were not made uh to for have commercial to fit breaks. The,
2: yeah, they weren't they weren't have to made to fit in the the box.
1: Mm. They didn't have to they didn't have to hit twenty-two thirty or whatever the network TV length is. Yeah. They could just make a full a full half hour episode if they wanted to. So this is the longest episode of community. It's 31 minutes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. I also, as a director, really want to hold auditions, see somebody audition, and then tell my stage manager, tell everyone else to go home. <gasps> I've never gotten to do that. I just think that'd be so cool.
2: I mean, you wouldn't. Like, it's just, especially in a small town like that. It's like, maybe if you're seeing a hundred people in a day and you finally find the one that you think feels right, but, like, you're in Greendale. There cannot be that many people auditioning for Karate Kid.
1: Well, and that might be why he was like, oh, I found my Miyagi. Everyone else can leave, because this is all I'm looking for. It was the yeah. most important part.
2: I'm glad, I'm glad Ching, um
0: got to go hang out with a group of people who genuinely want his company he's gonna have a blast at the cast (laughs) party um and also i thought it was funny that jeff um tried to comfort annie by saying do you want to go to a bar where people don't hate themselves (laughs)
2: like fair fair sure yeah that was that was a nice little jeff annie moment there at the end
1: it was that was cute Mm mm-hmm did anyone else notice that Britta basically looks like her, um, her cool cat costume from Annie's play?
2: I didn't notice that. At,
1: at the very end, like, she's wearing that cat whiskers and she's also got her leather jacket on. So she's basically oh. her cool cat. Huh. Yeah. I love that. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, all right. we did it. We covered queer studies and advanced waxing and, uh, So, yeah, we have, like, nine more episodes, and then you can fully debrief us on Dean Craig Pelton's Mm -hmm. psyche bow.
2: She's going to take the BDSM quiz for him, and that's just going to be an extra credit, like, episode. Oh, legitimately,
1: though, I think you absolutely should do that. I am. I'm planning it. I'm going to. I think you should absolutely do that.
0: Pour over my notes. (laughs) Jillian plugs
2: alright you guys you can follow us on twitter at gogreendale you can follow us on instagram at welcome to greendale podcast and like if you want a welcome to greendale sticker or mug or shirt it red. It's red, we have our stuff on redbubble you can find it all and you can find the link to that and to our donate page at welcome to sadia
1: plugs
0: Hey guys, per use, you can follow me over on Instagram at City of Matthews, over on Twitter at O'Ray Bay, and over on Twitch at Ore Bay.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Michael Smallwood Forever, or over on Twitter at Mike Loves Gushers.
2: And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holy City Fangirl.
1: All right, join us next week for another exciting episode of Welcome to Greendale. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> This has been Welcome to Greendale, opening theme song by Tanya Nicole. Her music is streaming on all platforms. You can follow our cover artist at lone lion underscore 924 on Instagram. New episodes every Friday. Thanks.